I'm recording. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> what? Uh, aren't we going to leave the meeting right now? No, we got to sync it up first. Well, shouldn't we join then do a sync? Wouldn't that just well, be Well, no, more... we'll just... We can close Zoom without stopping the audio recording. True. So we'll yeah, just... Okay. We'll stop Zoom. We'll just leave the audio recording going. And but then we'll we're all going to rejoin at different times. No, but... But as soon as we sync up, the audio recording oh, well, isn't it, with, yeah. through Zoom. All right. All right. So we're going to... Uh, no, we need to... <laughs> no, because I'm not going to have a video, so we have to do it by voice. Okay, so... What should the sync be? What should so, our slate be? So we're going to count from one to five. So we're going to go one, two, three four, five, mark, all at the same time. Okay. 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 So I'm going to start counting, and then you guys join in, uh, going at the same pace, and then we'll say mark, hopefully at the same time. Okay. Sound good? Sounds good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sounds good. Here we go. One, two, two three, three, four, four five, 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 mark. Fuck's sake, mark. <laughs> there was a mark after <laughs> five? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, let's try again. How about we okay. count up to 10 and then do Mark? Sure. Because yeah, I feel I like Mike joined in at 5 and then was like 5, 6, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's pretty okay, much how it went. <laughs> All right, ready? Mark. Welcome to Contemporary Commentary. Commentary. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Mike. And I'm the other host, Jacob. And today we are not alongside our beautiful tradition. Fuck me, producer Tristy. Uh, we are, actually, we're not alongside anyone. We are socially distanced for this episode of Contemporary Commentary. We are actually all in our own homes. And because of that, certain perks come with it. I am currently not wearing pants. Nice. Um, but yeah, we're doing things a little differently. We're switching it up. This is the new format. We've decided that doing it in person is very kind of... Uh, it's very kind of... Uh, it's very kind of uh, the same. Everyone's kind of doing it. So we're the first to break off and go viral. Go online, so to speak. No, I'm kidding. This sucks. Uh, COVID kind of said no, so here we are. <laughs> Didn't think it would happen on contemporary commentary, but here we are. Yeah. I said, you know, if worse come to worse, we'll, like, record with a mask. But no, we're on Zoom. Yeah. Let's just call this temporary commentary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's for now, uh, not forever. Um, that being said, would you rather be trapped in a bathroom or a kitchen? Because think about this. If you're trapped in a bathroom, you can yeah, fucking, you can, like... You can take a you dump. Can you can do your business. Piss. Yeah. And you can get water. Yeah. But you can't get food. And if you're in the kitchen, then you can get food, but you have to essentially, like, eat where you shit. Or shit where you eat. Like, you got to drink from the same sink where you took a shit from. You know? How, how long are you trapped in there for? Oh, I think you're... Like, you don't know. Oh, you don't know. You just turn around, like... 
And it's tough because a lot of kitchens come with open floor plans. Mm-hmm. But let's mm-hmm. just say it's closed off. You can there's only one door, okay. and you, it's locked, and now you don't know. Would you rather it be in the bathroom or in the kitchen? See, because I think I think if you're gonna, I think if you're in a situation like that, you immediately have to be thinking of the short game or the long game. Exactly. If it's the short game, the bathroom, one hundred percent. You take a dump. You might take a shower past the time. No, I oh, think someone if it's opens the short the door. game. I think if it's the short game, you choose the kitchen. I think if it's the long game, you have to choose the bathroom. Because hmm. the but thing... that's the thing is like you turn around and you don't know. So it's like what? But either short term or long term, like what would you rather? Because it is that thing of like the door could open in five minutes, five hours, or five months. Yeah, I, I, well, because I was thinking the kitchen for the long game because kitchens are generally bigger than bathrooms. Yes, but you so also got to think that in like, there for a while. water source. Okay. So if you're in there for a while, you have more space, you have more <laughs> freedom, so to say. Um, but, you know, like you would have more space, you would have... Le- you know, I guess in a perfect world, a kitchen that's full of all the necessities that you need to survive. Um, and that being said, if you are in the kitchen for a while, uh, I don't know, you could kind of make a little cocoon. You could make a little nest somewhere where you do your business. You know, it doesn't have to be pretty. I'm, I don't know if I jam I'm not it saying down there's the a pantry. I'm just saying it's a kitchen. So it's literally like like countertop slash like an island and then like fridge stove oven and like one sink like not that sink that's like two bowls one Mm -hmm. faucet Mm -hmm. just one giant kitchen sink Um, yeah kitchen sink well okay well like in are we thinking of like a kitchen and a bathroom in a home or like a kitchen and a bathroom in a restaurant or like, well, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking in a home because anywhere else it's like easy, the kitchen, but in a home it's different because like, yeah, so it could open in five, you know, could open in like five minutes, could open in five hours, but it's that kind of thing where it's like, so if it's going to open in five months, the kitchen will give you heat. It'll give you air conditioning. Just leave the like fridge door open. You know, it can give you water and it can give you food as long as you can eat it before it spoils in the refrigerator or freezer. Mm -hmm. But also like if you're going to be in the bathroom, you have a sink to get clean water. You have a toilet to like get rid of your waste or, you know, you can kind of do that thing where it's like you can like figure out a way to drink your piss or whatever. And then there's like, you know, you can crawl under the bathroom sink to like have your like little nest space. And there's like a tub or a shower. So you can always like not only lay in there as a bed, but you can always clean yourself up. I think the kitchen, I think the kitchen, but you're shitting and drinking and cleaning yourself all in that same sink. You're not going to stay. Who's to say you shit healthy and clean. Well, where else would you take a shit? There's nowhere to get rid of it. Yeah, I'm not... I mean, if you're so in there it for would like either a... Be, it, you'd either get rid of your waste on the kitchen floor, which then makes you sick, or you'd do your business the only place in the kitchen where there's a drain, which is the kitchen sink, but you're also leaning over there to wash yourself up and to take a drink. So how clean is it really? 
Yeah, but what? So say you were in the bathroom for five months, you die of starvation. What would you eat? My, <laughs> my own shit. <laughs> oh yuck! You can't do you that. Can that doesn't like, work. That's not fair. You can eat like bath soap and shit like that, but the point is, yeah, is but like, that's only gonna last so long. That's not gonna last you five months. Yeah, but you can also like find like bugs or something in the bathroom. I don't know, but like I just think that a bathroom is gonna help I you in think the long the kitchen, term a hell of a lot more. Because if you're smart where you and you do it right, term. you could technically freeze your shit. Then that gets rid of the smell. And then it's in there. It's just hard. It just keeps getting harder. And then, yeah, uh, well, and then and when then you're finally like rescued, you can you... take out your two tons of human byproduct <laughs> waste and uh, and Some biofuel. To, uh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I don't know. That's just kind of me. Also, too, I do think that there would be enough containers. <laughs> in the kitchen to store it if need be. <laughs> found the Tupperware drawer. <laughs> I found your dump drawer. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess it depends if you're talking like a kitchen in a home too. I guess it would have that drawer filled with like shoelace and old earbuds and a couple batteries. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. And the thing too... The thing There's too, a lot more tools to MacGyver there. I mean, I don't know about every kitchen, but uh, at least in my home, in our kitchen, under the sink, we have, you know... Bleach, my favorite drink. Yeah, like like some of you those cleaners, well. like bleach, some antibacterial, yeah. this and that. So, if, you know, if you were in the kitchen and say you took a dump in the sink you could just pour some bleach down you could spray it with some cleaner disinfect it a little bit but you only have so much you but know? you only have so much a little goes a body, long way but your body makes a lot your body goes on forever your body does go on forever that being said though i wonder if you could almost kind of like you know condition yourself into like eating once a day that way you just take kind of like an average to bigger dump once a day, which I yeah, mean, that's I still once could. a day. Like that's still going to add up. Like if you're in there for five months or whatever, that's, you're going to have a big pile after a while, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we also do Dr. Seuss here, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think he, I think you could work something out. But that being said, if you compare, say, my bathroom and my kitchen as opposed to where you currently are and your bathroom and your kitchen, I don't know. Because, like, my bathroom's small, but your bathroom's smaller. Yeah, like, and I still think I could do my bathroom... Over your kitchen. For the long game. For the long game. Interesting. Yeah. Because it's, it's about how much, like, kind of water there is. And yeah. I guess I guess this is kind of what I'll like get at, and it. I mean, I do see where I don't you're know coming if we from. We want to put this on the podcast. It's gonna get pretty survivalist, get pretty gross. But like, and you could do it in the kitchen too. But like, you know, you can kind of like. It sounds gross, but eat pieces of yourself to essentially like have some calories. You know, right. to stay alive in the long term of the bathroom as and like as long as you're drinking water, you're making mucus. And again, it's getting gross, but you know, and you can like eat that, but like, I don't know. Yeah. I just think that like the kitchen, that dependence on the food source for the first maybe month, two months you're trapped in the kitchen is going to totally fuck you over when you run out and start 
going mad because you don't know how to eat. Do As opposed that? to the bathroom where you just kind of have to deal with it. But I think in a so bathroom you you'd learn. almost get cabin fever quick. Just because of how confined the space is and how yeah, small. Yeah, but I also said it wasn't an open space kitchen. It's literally like four walls yeah. and a door. Like yeah, like not a big a kitchen, kitchen, but a kitchen will yeah. be bigger than Yeah, you bathroom. can sleep. But it's the difference of like you can sleep on the floor or you can sleep in the tub. So yeah, you might get cabin fever, but your sleeping space is also to the side. Like in a bathroom. I see. You also have a designated sleeping and somewhat cleaning space. Because you might not have soap, but you can give yourself a good rinse down. But what if you, like, take a shower right before bed, and then you're like, ah, damn it, now it's wet. <laughs> well, you... <laughs> I'm sure if you're trapped in the bathroom, being wet when you go to sleep is the least of your... <laughs> it's the least of your worries. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I'd take the kitchen. If I'm going to be honest, I think I'd take the kitchen. Okay, like, short-term and long-term? Short-term and, well... But that's the thing, though. You don't know if it's short-term or long-term. If it's exactly. short-term, I'd take the bathroom. If it's long-term, I'd take the kitchen, I think. Interesting. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because think about this. If you're in there for long enough and all hope seems lost, that kitchen has knives and you can just... Da, 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 and just go <laughs> at yourself and end it right then and there. Um, in the bathroom, you're cu I, you could try it with a nail clipper. I don't know how far you get. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, but, uh, but that being said, that being said though, yeah, I mean, this is kind of like a big switch, a yeah. big switch from it all. And I mean, I don't really know what my question is fully. Cause I kind of thought of two, but I, if say something happened, say there was an apocalypse, say everything went to shit and you yeah. were in your house. How long do you think you could survive in your house without leaving before you actually have to? Like, say you run out of food, say you run out of, like, I don't know, say power gets fucked up and your fridge no longer works. Uh, anything okay. else that requires electricity no longer works. Plumbing what doesn't really of... work either. Um, okay, electricity. So it's kind of like a this is the end. Yeah, exactly. But it's not all fiery and biblical. It's exactly. just like that standard kind of apocalypse there's no more power or water mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and yeah, but it's not. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what would I do or what? Oh, how long I think I could survive in my house. Well, first off, because I wouldn't, I just food. die in this apartment. There's nothing. I just die in the apartment I'm at, but I would have to say the house that I grew up in, mm -hmm. I could probably live in like, in like I'll find a way mm -hmm. I could live. Mm -hmm. Like I, yeah. and it's, it's like little to no help because the house that I grew up in would have had, enough space it would have had enough water and you could have grabbed seeds from the garden and started saving them for agriculture um and it was like a big yard so we could have had like what starts out as your front yard is now like a, f a field that can feed right. you for a little bit right plus some hunting um, i see yeah yeah but yeah no if it was the house i grew up in like literally like indefinitely interesting like even a zombie <clears throat> apocalypse like you could like literally like have defenses and yeah, enough yeah. space. I mean, I think I would agree. Like, I think that makes sense. At least the house that I'm in currently, I think I could do it. Um, yeah, well, because you could always take the carriage house or even your attic and make it a greenhouse. Exactly. So you actually exactly. have, like... Well, yeah. and, like, also, too, like, I mean, we've got, you know, tons of firewood. I'm pretty handy with an axe. Um, 
I think, you know, starting a heat source, starting a fire, that kind of thing would be no problem. The only thing I'd have to go out to look for would be fuel for the fire. Um, mm -hmm. In terms of getting it going, keeping it going, that'd be all fine. Um, I mean, I do agree. I mean, obviously, eventually you'd run out of food and you'd have to go, you know, scavenge or whatever, go hunt for something. Unless yeah. you do your route and start a farm, which... But that being said, though... I don't know. I mean, how much could you really grow in November right now if you don't have the seeds for it or the whatever? Well, I think... Because that was another question I had. Well, you could also kind of grow roots. You can, but like I'm just saying, what if around, you don't have, you know, that thing to plant? Like, what do you mean if you don't have that thing to plant? Well, because like, I mean, yeah, like you can... Like, you well, can I'm pretty sure everyone roots. has... But like, I'm pretty sure everyone has like a potato, at least an onion, and some garlic. Okay, yeah, in yeah. Their, in their in their kitchen, yeah. and that stuff you can all I see and what literally mean. a I thing of beans, as long as they're not soaked. Yeah, yeah. So there you go, right there. Yeah. Well, and then if you um, and also too, I will say that like around this time of year, if you keep stuff like that in any place that's kind of cool, like uh. Mm -hmm. uh, like a pantry or like a, a cellar, so to say, I think you'd be good for a while. Um, yeah. But actually, another question that I had from this. Um, yeah. So say it gets to a point, say you run out of everything, you, I don't know, say it just creates a situation where you have to leave the house. Like now is the time to leave or you die, so to say. Yes. Would you reload or would you try and relocate somewhere warmer? Or would you try and stay where you're at currently? Right now? Right now, or say, or say where you grew up, say, say back yeah. home, um, so to say. Like, would you... Because I'm just thinking, if it's right here and right now, like, we're in November. It's just getting colder. Yeah, well, it's the difference of, like, for someone like you who just, like, grew up kind of in the same town, you kind of know your homeland in a sense right so it's the difference of natural abundance versus like do i want to risk it and do the pilgrimage or that like you know oregon trail type journey in a sense do mm -hmm. i want to take that pilgrimage down to like let's say like mid southern california because i know that agriculture is going to be a little bit easier there right see i don't know i don't know i I would probably just, like, choose to kind of stay whereabouts I would be mm -hmm. or whereabouts, like, I grew up just because it's like, A, I know that natural abundance and B, I know what can be kind of farmed there. And that makes sense. That makes sense. And there is a lot that can be farmed, um, but... Yeah. Yeah. See, like, I think, I think I could, I mean, thrown into a situation like that, I think you would... I mean, I guess every person is different, but I think, I think I at least would be able to farm something to some degree. Um, that being yeah, said, I definitely don't think that would be my strong point in a survival situation. I definitely think mm -hmm. I would kind of stand out in more of the kind of building a, sh a shelter, like, you yeah. know, getting well, it'd materials, be more that, getting like... firewood, starting a fire, like cooking something. Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of like, thing. Like, that's why I'd probably more, like, grow just, like, corn 
or just like, you know, something you can kind of yeah. plant and it kind of yeah. grows itself with a little bit of rain and a little bit of see that, but it would just be like, yeah, I don't know. I think I whatever would... you can get your hands on, right? Like potatoes, onions, it'd be mainly roots too. It would be. Yeah. But, um, because yeah, but I don't know. Right. Because like, and I'm not sure if genetics would work like this, but if you just pick, like you would also have the opportunity to like hand pick the best seeds. So you can almost like plant those aside and be like, do these bigger seeds make bigger vegetables, which means bigger food? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And like, I mean, that being said, I think I definitely look into trying to plant like a chicken tree and then you can just pick eggs off it every now and again. And then you can just pick all the fried chicken you want. Exactly. You know, and like, and, and maybe if you're lucky, a bacon strip will wind up in there and you'll be like, ah, hallelujah, (laughs) Christmas came early. And, uh, you never know. Okay, well, let's turn the tide. What if all three of us were having to survive together? Who would be mm, I, who? Who would we eat first? Who mm, would be roasted first? I think, I think the moment we find ourselves on a raft, you're going to turn around and start chugging seawater. Tristan's <laughs> going to, like, hold up a mirror and actually try and, like, flash the, like, Coast Guard. But then you're just going to get that sea man. You're just going to, like, literally go off the deep end so early. It's going to be five minutes in. You're going to have sea madness and be trying to eat Tristan. Oh, you think I'd go crazy first? <laughs> yeah, you're the one who... L- lest we not forget who invented the... You piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. There's a bite at the end of that one, There is a bite at the end of that one. There's a bite at the end of that one. And I mean, I don't mean to be so, like, forward, but I think in terms of meat, Jacob's probably the most well-marbled. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> mm. Alrighty then. So uh <laughs> that's my guess. <laughs> okay, well, well now knowing this, I'm if we're together, I'm gonna kill you two and eat you both. And then I'm in lantern. <laughs> it's good. It's tender. And you know what, Mike? I'm gonna make a beautiful toque out of your hair. Yeah. So it can be as warm as mine, but it'll be warm yeah. enough. It'll be the best J- Justin Bieber wig that ever was. Exactly. What if yeah. I turned really batshit insane and, like, I shrunk your heads and wore them as necklaces or something? Oh, I hey, mean, guys, this I... is contemporary commentary. Mike, what do you have to add? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, this thing is, like, a little shrunken head. <laughs> I'd kind of like that. If a somebody made head? me a shrunken head after death, that'd be kind of sick. Like, made you into one or gave you one? Yeah, made me into one. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool to be How made do you into shrink one. a head? I don't, yeah, I don't huge. get it. Although, I remember when I learned about it in elementary school, I was like, that's fucking hardcore. <laughs> like, Egyptians <laughs> just mummify them, tuck them away, see you fucking never. Um, other people just <laughs> bury them in the ground. Yep, you're done. Other people cremate. Yeah, you're dust now. Fuck off. Are they? Is it Incan or is it Mayan? Which culture shrinks the heads? I think it's yeah, Central oh, America, it's like, Northern yeah, South America. Yeah, Central America. America. It's like yeah. the Amazon, but it's like it. Mm-hmm. What what was formerly the pygmy tribes of the Amazon? So it's like they're genetically like shorter because they're in the brush. Yeah, but but it's just wild. Like you have to decapitate the corpse, and then you go and through that's the process of one. Whoop, like, <laughs> like yeah. how do you and and like and it's got to be a process too. Like, it's oh, not a you already day know if decapitation thing. step number one. You know what's step number two? Yeah, exactly. It, it like, how do you shrink breaker. that down and get it so it keeps? Like, that's what a do long they do with the gift. skull? That's what I want to know. Like, do they shrink the skull or do they remove it? 
I don't know. Like, what do you stuff in there to keep the the ball shape? The shape, uh, yeah. But you just got to think, like, it's a process. So if someone dies and they're like, yeah, guess what, buddy? You get his head. Oh, yay. And, like, half a year later, oh, by the way, catch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, it's a process, but someone oh, had shit. to figure out that process. So there was some trial and error involved. Yeah, there was. Yeah, and and how did it's they It's a pretty dark it? process. I just Googled it. But it makes me think that, and I didn't see where it came from, but it's like, it's decapitation's not the uh, the most messed up thing to happen, let's just say. <laughs> oh, but God. it makes me think that it comes from that tradition of like, you decapitate the head of the of the other tribe. Mm, like right. the leader of the other tribe. Oh, so it's almost yeah, that, that like it's sense. a trophy yeah, yeah. of it's a trophy of war. Wait, That's kinda how it wait feels. what is the uh what is the what is the process involved? You said it was kinda cool. Well gruesome. decapitation is step number one. Okay. Um and so then the right removing Yeah, you know. And then removing the skull is step number two. So they do remove and the then, skull. Yeah, and then basically what they do is after they remove the skull, they basically go in there like a pumpkin and scoop out all your like they scoop out your eyes and then they take away they scrape away all like the flesh from the skin. I see. So it's they literally just have like your like whole head skin, like a like a latex Ew. mask. Ew. And then they stuff it with like sand and stuff and then they like And you know, apparently yeah. back then like if you were the skull preparer, it was like yeah. a good thing cuz you got to eat all the insides like jello. <laughs> like a big can of pudding. <laughs> Yum. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, I don't know, but um, um yeah. Well, what's funny, because uh, when I went to Florida, um, uh, as a souvenir, when I came back, I, uh, I I bought a crocodile head. It was like a little one, like about that big. And oh, nice. uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's got green marbles for eyes, and it's really kind of hard and tough and uh, scaly. Yeah, and taxidermied. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Ooh. Just the gator head. They had bigger ones too, but I was like, ooh, I don't know if I can fit a whole alligator head in a carry-on. Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, I don't know what Customs is going to say about a whole stuffed alligator. <laughs> yeah. So so I just got a small one. But but yeah, anyway, guys, that's um, that's all the time we have. Thank you for kind of bearing with us. Um, it's, uh, it's an interesting episode, but as Jacob said, it's temporary commentary. It's temporary commentary. Um, yeah. you know, and, but, um, yeah. Yeah, just cause the episode's over doesn't mean the conversation is. Yeah, and, uh, cha-cha-cha. I think we're all gonna take it easy. We hope you guys do, too. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Would you survive in a bathroom? Would you survive in a kitchen? Would you survive at all? Would you survive in an apocalypse? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you survive at all? Would you survive at all? Would you want your head shrunken? Or would you just... Maybe expanded. We talked about a lot today. Yeah. We're scared. We're living in fear. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they found out how to shrink the head, but we didn't know how to grow it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, anyways, you guys... Yeah, I'm sure there's oh. probably some outro music telling us that we should go and fuck off right now. Uh, and we're still we're still talking over it, but eventually we'll fade out to the point where you don't hear anything, just the music until Tristan pops in and tells you guys he loves you. Hi everyone, Tristan here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you have any questions, shower thoughts, or late night ponders you'd like us to discuss, 
email them to us at contemporarycommentary at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at contemporarycommentary. There you can also find updates on the latest episode. Have a good one and catch you next time.